have I ever admitted to you ever feeling once romantic feelings for anyone? Um, hmm. No. I feel like you've mentioned stuff, but never a name. Because you knew that I would just, like, fly in and take her away from you if you said a name. I'll tell you this. When Camden Douglas Johnson sees a beautiful woman, the first thing he thinks is, better not tell Ryland about this. You should wrestle me. Wrestle you? Yeah, you should. Ryland, I have no intent to break you in half. Ryland, I love you. I don't want to snap all your brittle little bones. I like this. No, but uh, let's wrestle. Yeah, are we setting up a a WWE rivalry right now? Right here, right now? See, and the real gag, ladies, is that I started a podcast with two straight men, and then I tricked you two (laughs) into thinking that you need to wrestle each other in front of me so that I can judge it. Yeah, I would suck on them hairy titties if you let me wrestle you right now. If I let you wrestle me, can we just delete the whole recording? Nope, because my plan is complete. So this is going to be pretty challenging. Okay, let's get you ready for your wedding. Up and up. My job to give 100%. It's important for us to pause for a moment. Okay. Life Pile. Welcome to Life Pile Podcast, the only podcast that refuses to admit that podcasting is an audio format. I'm lifestylist and lifestyle expert Camden Johnson. I'm an unruly guest at your wedding throwing beads at you, Dylan Bragasa. Stop minimizing, start maximizing. It's Rylan Warner. This is the podcast where we take a look at which lifestyles are right for you to be living and give the final judgment on the right way for you to live. All right, you guys, I got a lifestyle tip for everybody. Kissing. It's good for you. It's good fun. And there ain't nothing wrong with getting a little practice so long as you find someone to consent. It's a great way to get to know people. It's a great way to build your immunities to different diseases. So just as an example, the three of us don't have any kissing partners in the room here with us. So what I was thinking we could do is we'll just go one by one and just do like a demonstration of our kissing technique, just like with the open air. And then the other two of us are just going to give you a play by play of uh, the technique and the style that uh, they're doing. Okay, Ryland, do you want to go first? Okay. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to start it out with an attempt at a gleek. Oh, he's gleeking right <laughs> oh, now by the way, folks. He, he looks really pained. Yeah, it's oh. a very painful gleek. <laughs> yeah, and he also has a mad tilt to his head and he looks like he is crying. You guys so one thing I noticed is you squint your eyes shut really tight, which is probably great for the lady because it gives her a nice wide window to run away. I also like how much the mouth goes open after each gleek because a, a good kiss really depends on how much of your face you can put inside someone else's face. And I think a girl could put most of her lips in your mouth. Yeah. That's true. Well, I got my inspiration from a lot of romance movies where uh, they kiss in front of a fountain. (laughs) Fountain kisses. That fountain. Yeah. Oh, so you like a wet (laughs) ambiance? Yeah, we're we're talking an old classic kind of like English romance. You guys want to talk about fountain pen? Here we go. Fountain kiss. Fountain kiss. (laughs) Yeah. My my mouth is that little boy's penis. 
Well, what do you? He's he's talking about a cupid fountain. I'm just gonna really quick put this fire out for you, Ryland. He's talking about a fountain uh, featuring a cherub or a cupid. Yeah, that's it. And it's nothing sinister. Nothing, nothing sinister about a man who loves cherubs. There we go. Oh boy. All right, Dylan, you want to go next? Let's see that kissing technique. Sure, sure. So I just I'm gonna get loose here. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like the sound. Kind of a more of a motorboating technique. Okay. Um, I think something that people will find very attractive about this is that if they want rhinoplasty, that will deliver it. Yeah. If Dylan were in a room, I would think, oh, is that a drive-through car wash? I like that when I'm kissing somebody. So, hell yeah. I think one of the really great things about this technique is that you're tongue you know with the momentum of your head shaking back and forth really gets a great distance out of your mouth and it's leaving a nice trail of slobber at the corners of your mouth i know that's what i like to see yeah like i made a fountain you made a lake and i want to go skinny dipping in there ryland when is your folk album coming out (laughs) The key to a good kiss is definitely to make it as juicy as possible. Mm-hmm. We're looking for juice. You gotta get <laughs> juicy. Uh, so let me round us off. I'm gonna bring home some of my technique. I learned this, you know, back of the bleachers from young days, making out nonstop. I'm a bit of a Lavario, Lazario, Lucario, Lucario. Yeah, it's Lucario for sure. Thank Fox you. Pokemon. Ladies yeah. always say I'm a real Lucario. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's here's my here's my kissing technique. Okay, okay, Cam is puckering his lips. All right. Oh, and then we're getting some tongue scoops in there. Okay, okay Cam's lapping, and his his mouth was a perfect circle that entire time. Well, I'll go ahead and say my favorite thing about this kissing method is that when the rest of my pod is off feasting on krill. I can get them to come back to me while also being attentive to my lover. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. Women want it wet. They want it salty. So that's why you take it to the ocean. All right. Okay. We've got a a clear trajectory (laughs) Mm -hmm. right now from the rivers to the lakes to the ocean. It's the cycle of life. (laughs) What I like the most about it is you put a lot of work into the acoustics of this. And that's something a lot of people don't work on when they're kissing. But using your moans and your your calls, you could really fill the skull of whoever you're kissing because it'll reverberate in there (sighs) if you find the right tone and maybe crack that baby wide Uh. open. Ladies are looking for someone that'll fill their skull. Yeah, Ryland and I, and I guess the listeners heard uh, one thing when Cam did that demo for us. But if you're actually in the kiss with Cam, sounds like a Joni Mitchell song. It's true. So there you go, you guys. Take those amazing kissing techniques. Use them on your wife. Use them on your husband. Use them on your spectrum partner. And uh, thank us later. Well, I've got a I've got a real quick lifestyle tip that I think is pretty related to that. So when I was growing up, I loved collecting artifacts, and that led to me getting an Egyptian dagger. So this dagger it has Cleopatra on, on the hilt of it. And when I was growing up, I always imagined home invasions where I would run downstairs while the home invader was distracted, and I would grab this dagger, and then I would come back and stab them with it. And I think it's a great lifestyle tip 
to always prepare yourself for a home invasion, whether it's with Egyptian daggers or you could use other techniques uh, that you might have seen in Home Alone, uh, just sprinkling uh, jacks all over the floor and marbles too, uh, hanging sledgehammers above the doorway and uh, boiling tar. Put that in a pot. Just keep it on the stove at all times just in case that big old bad guy comes in. And yeah, I, I just think we should all be ready for the worst. I agree. I agree. I've been to Ryland's house and it's nice. He keeps it pretty sparse and clean and it's like a good open floor plan. uh, Perfect for entertaining. And that's in large part due to the fact that all of his valuables are placed on this pedestal in the middle of his, I guess, one room house really that he has. It's made out of stone slabs. And if he does need to grab something like his iPod, his Nintendo Switch, his uh, gold plated headphones, he has this series of small sandbags that he does have to switch out really fast with whatever item he takes off of it because if a home invader does come in and take any of those items that pedestal is going to be off balance and then it's going to trigger a series of blow dart guns the snakes are going to start coming out of all the vents and then who could forget the huge swinging claymores I do want to warn the listeners at home and you Ryland because I don't think you're aware of this but uh, that sounds like a ritualistic embalming dagger and you gotta be careful of stabbing home invaders with those because they could get turned into mummies and then uh haunt your home you know then you get a bunch of mummies walking around your home cursing you every time you open the fridge it's real it's real double-edged dagger kind of situation (laughs) (laughs) oh look at me i'm kissing like cam dylan you got a lifestyle i've got a lifestyle tip (laughs) (laughs) lay off your balls okay so this is a very particular lifestyle tip it is going to be focused on the members of this podcast and listeners who possess testicles i have this uh bad habit it comes around about once a year where i maybe bad habits not the right phrase i seem to think that i have testicular cancer about (laughs) (laughs) once a year when I lived with Cam once was giving myself a self-examination in my room and I guess I got a little overzealous and I pushed down (gasps) on a vein and it caused me to come almost like black out and get really dizzy and I fell down on my bed and I had to regain myself for a while (laughs) and then Almost exactly a year later, I had the same inkling. I just thought, I know it. Something's wrong down there with the girls. And so I, this time, thought, I'm going to seek help from a professional. I go down to my local Kaiser Permanente. Remember, this is Colorado. And I forced a poor, brave sonogram technician to slather my nethers in jelly and then rub a sonogram machine (laughs) on the girls and like four days later i call and i'm like you guys haven't said anything is it fine or what's going on is it that bad that you're trying to figure out like what kind of crazy stuff's going on down there and they said mr bergasa nothing is wrong Please don't call us again. Lose this number. Then I, coincidence, was kicked off of my parents' insurance. So lay off your balls, you guys. Leave them alone. This is a great lifestyle tip. And I like the way it went because when you first started it, I was cupping my balls in my hand. 
And I thought this is just you passive aggressively telling me to stop grabbing my balls while we're recording. <laughs> I'm going to start using my lifestyle tips to just be like, Ryland, finger, nose, out. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a great uh, lifestyle tip uh, because, yeah, I mean, self-examining yourself, boo, don't do that, okay? I'm not a medical professional. Stop telling me to feel myself up in the shower, Doc. I don't know how to do that, okay? Only nerds get cancer, all right? Exactly. All right. No, all right. Well, okay, you guys are bringing up some salient points. Uh, I'm going to hold on a second, you guys. I'm just going to put the hitch back on this lifestyle tip. We're going to drag it back into the garage. We're going to work on this one a little more, give her a good tune-up, and I'm going to roll it out next week. <laughs> Does anybody uh, else call their balls the girls? I do now. I just don't squeeze them like grapes. I'm trying to get wine out of. <laughs> That's not what happened. I. <laughs> it sounds like you're digging there, your balls. There's a lot of stuff going on down there, you guys. I guess I can't speak for everyone. I had a friend who had three, and he seemed really happy. <laughs> he seemed real proud of himself. Have yeah. you seen the the yeah. the double dick guy? <gasps> I've heard. I, yes. No. Yeah. yeah. I have. He's the one dating the Devilman twins, right? <laughs> so, who's got the first segment for the week? I got a, a wombo combo for you, buttholes. Here we come. Okay. So, we're a lifestyle podcast, of course. We have talked about sex before and relationships, but there's an important problem that people run into a lot. And I know personally, it's one of the hardest things to do. And that thing is breaking up. A lot of people, and I'm sure a bunch of our listeners out there, they're really nice people, and they don't want to hurt nobody, okay? So I've got some techniques, some tips and tricks to make it so that you can easily break up with your partner, and uh, it, it'll be easy as, as beans, no, no doubt about it. So my first one, you just go to the 4th of July celebration and you are Facebook living yourself with your partner and uh, making sure that all their loved ones are watching you. And while boom, 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 while all those fireworks are going off, make sure you hold the phone like right up to your mouth and say, it's over. So everybody on Facebook Live can hear you say it and they know that it's you and you point it towards your partner and it's totally undeniable. It's verifiable that you have just dumped this person and then you walk away and you never have to see them again. It's a very easy, very quick done and one. Know what I'm saying? Done and one. It seems like it takes a short amount of time, minimal friction. <laughs> you get to see some fireworks. I don't see a problem with this one at all so far. Now, what do you? So the, the issue is, is that it'd be too difficult to ring, ring, yo, Brenda, what's up? I'm calling you because I'm. I don't want to date anymore. Right. The next sound you hear is me hanging the phone up. Click. That would be too difficult. So you need to call all of her family members and get them all together for the 4th of July. And then when there's very loud noises happening, whisper, I'm leaving you. And then scoot your boot. Now, Cam, I know you are always with really understanding partners that when you dump them, they're just like, okay, sure, click. But a lot of us out there are with criers and it hurts to break up with somebody and they express emotion and that makes you feel something back. So it's not always so easy as I'm just going to call you up, say it's over and then click. It's done. Okay. But Ryland 
gets these inconsiderate people with all kinds of emotions and feelings and opinions. See, and- here's your problem, Ryland. You date women and then they have emotions and you have to use fireworks and loud noises <laughs> to disassociate your emotions from them. Oh, I just date psychopaths so that they're already disassociated from their feelings and I never have to hear them cry. I just have to undo the handcuffs before they get back with the saw. Okay, uh, for this this uh, breakup technique, live it, leave it. I'm going to say leave it for the simple reason that if you wanted to avoid having a difficult conversation about breaking up, you could just do what you always do, which is buy more ancient Egyptian <laughs> artifacts to litter the home with. And when you do that, I've noticed that the women tend to realize it's a good Okay, you're giving away some of my other techniques. Can you please hold off on that? Uh, Dylan. <laughs> going to go to my panel of Dylans. We've got Showmanship Dylan. He's going to give it a firm 10. We've got Drama Dylan. He's going to give it a firm 10. We've got Considerate for Other People's Feelings Dylan. He's, oh, it's a four. We're going to live it. Yes. Okay, next breakup technique I got. Okay. Oh my God. And now Drama Dylan and Considerate of Other Feelings Dylan are making out. <laughs> boys, boys. <laughs> Focus. Go ahead, Ryland. Next breakup. Um, so I bet you guys have seen The Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan and her twin sister, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Elizabeth, um, yeah. And so I'm, I'm sure you guys are like, okay, I know where this is going. You're going to set up your partner with somebody else and then they'll be happily ever after while you cannot be. But no, that's not what I'm doing, okay? So we're going a reverse parent trap here, okay? So you say to your partner hello i know i look exactly like the person that you were just dating but you were actually dating my identical twin brother and he has moved away and i know he's so rude and i guess he's breaking up with you i'm so sorry i don't know i i tried to talk him out of it but he just left he wanted to go to china and i don't think you'll ever see him again i'm really very sorry he's so hurtful so you can put all the negative feeling onto twin brother and you're good to go baby so Ryland, there's a big old flaw in this, and I'm not quite sure how you didn't notice it, which is that you're obviously physically incapable of handling confrontation. And there's a big old chance that she might go, yeah, you know what, Ryland is such a big jerk, but he is handsome and you're a lot nicer than he is. Oh. And you're also, you look exactly like him. You guys are identical. You were the twin I was supposed to be with this whole time. Why don't you and I go get coffee? Now where are you? I'm so sorry. I know my twin really messed you up and he's a jerk, but I'm a farmer, so I'm not allowed to marry because I got to take care (laughs) of all my crops. I'm really, really sorry about this. He's married to the field. Okay, uh, live it, leave it. Parent trap, twin sibling breakup. Can we... Can we add another dimension to this breakup? I feel like there's some way we can put Freaky Friday starring Lindsay Lohan into this breakup. Can you have a fortune cookie maybe present or a, yes. better yet? You need a woman uh, who's a waitress at a Chinese restaurant to come in with the cookie and you crack it open and he reads a journey soon begins. It's prize reflected in another's eyes when what you see is what you lack, then selfless love will change you back. And then gong!
bong and then the swirling and the restaurant starts spinning and then you are the person you're breaking up with and then you say i don't want to date you anymore to yourself body and then gong because if what you see is what you lack you've just broken up with yourself you lack yourself now as not you as date you but you lack you you in the physical form you gong restaurant starts spinning poof you're back Chinese waitress I'll have sesame please mm-hmm. and you're saying well you can't cry you broke up with me yes <laughs> oh. you can't be crying Ooh. I'm gonna say Triple Lindsay Lohan breakup, panel of Dylans, showmanship Dylan, 10, drama Dylan, 10, consider it for other people's feelings Dylan, that's a two, but that's going to be a live it. All right, great. And Cam? I too will be saying live it after drastically changing your plan because your plan's <laughs> terrible and I leave it, that plan. Yeah, I think that's... That's a really good way to avoid emotion. That does bring me to my other one, which, yeah, I know, faking your own death. That's really easy to protect. Everybody's thought of it. They're like, man, if I could just pretend that I was dead to get out of this relationship. However, there's a big old fat issue in there. It's that nobody can keep a secret, okay? That's why secrets don't make friends. Friends make secrets, That uh, saying does not apply in this situation that I'm describing. (laughs) Nobody can keep a secret. So what you got to do is uh, let's say it's me and I want to break up with somebody, which I would never do because I'm a really great guy. Okay. My twin brother, on the other hand, (laughs) oh, watch out for him. But me, uh, if I was doing this, hypothetically speaking, I would get my whole family together, all my closest friends and families, basically everybody that ever knew me. And then we're going to have a joint fake death ceremony okay so we gotta get into some sort of big old catastrophe like a cruise ship sinking and we all die then it's so easy to keep the secret because we all have the same secret together and nobody my girlfriend who was not on that cruise ship with my whole family and friends and everybody that i know she'll be like wow that whole thing that i knew doesn't exist anymore and there's nobody to ask because we're all dead and we're living in australia so (laughs) it's a bingo bango wrap this baby up and put it under the christmas tree because i'm i'm santa claus okay (laughs) merry christmas you're broken up with have a fun single time i thought you were gonna go a different direction with this i thought you were gonna gather your whole family together and they love talking and they love a good goss and they love a good story and you put put them all together at the guardrail at niagara falls and you go out there on your little tightrope and your little suspenders or your old-timey one-piece bathing suit and you say friends and family and countrymen so long and then you dive off the top of niagara falls but what your family doesn't know is that you got a tube that you drilled all the way through the floor of niagara falls that goes straight into a bouncy castle and you nosedive straight into that baby and then you land safe and sound down there and then you walk to Australia. You probably walk to the airport that's near Niagara (laughs) Falls and then you go to Australia. But your whole family was there to witness it and they're immediately dashing to every news outlet. Did you see our our Ryland is dead? And I think that's like you're you're utilizing your resources and you get to put in the least energy possible because you don't have to buy all those plane tickets. Okay, uh, live it, leave it. Panel of Dylans. Showmanship Dylan, 10. Drama Dylan, 
Nine. Consideration for other people's feeling, Dylan. That's a one. You killed someone, or you at least you made them think that you did. So <laughs> that's how it works. That's how it works. It's still a livid. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> livid. Awesome. Okay, last one. Very easy. This is probably the one that people think of the most when they want to break up with somebody. I know a lot of people are in relationships that they're really happy with, but they're not quite ready to make that next step. So how do you finish it? You get in front of that bullet and you propose, okay? You propose to your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whatever, and then that's on them when you know that they're going to say no. And when they say no, then you're like, oh, well, then what are we even doing here? I thought this was something. I thought we were going to be together forever. So I, I guess we're done now. However, there's a fallback plan say they don't know what they're talking about and they say yes okay well then you get married and like years pass and they will slowly realize oh my god why did i say yes to this person this was a mistake and maybe you guys have kids together maybe you grow old together but like they will they'll they're gonna figure it out because like they are not ready for this okay so when you're 80 years old or so it's like hey i'm I think it's done. And you're like, oh my God, how could you do this to me? And then you get to spend the rest of your days being single. And it's on them. It's not on you at all. You're good. Everybody's happy. Raymond, here's how you put the twist on your big question breakup. All right. Instead of asking to get married, there's a much better one you can do. Sweetie, I need a kidney. Would you give me your kidney? That's the sound of her exploding out of there because she wants all her organs in her body. And if she does say yes to it on the off chance, then you take her to the hospital, get her to sign the papers. She gets put under. When she wakes up, you say, honey, guess what? You donated your kidney, but I actually didn't need it. So you just gave it to some rando in this hospital. And she's so upset with you that she never wants to see you again. Bingo, bango. You broke up. Easy peasy. All of these suggestions you guys are putting forth are like, okay, hear me out. She might marry you, and now you've got her kidney, but hear me out. You come to her and say, honey, it's my dream to live on the International Space Station. I gotta do it. Will you do it with me? If you say no, it's gonna be a deal breaker for me. (laughs) And then flash forward to eight years later, and you guys are getting your graduation caps on for space person school, and you're sitting there in the shuttle, and they're getting ready to launch you guys into love orbit, and she looks over at you and says... This is how much I love you to the moon and back, baby. Okay, uh, live it, leave it. Showmanship, Dylan. What? Six? Okay. What Drama, Dylan. That's like an eight. Okay. Huh. Consideration for other people's feelings, Dylan? An unprecedented nine? Wait, excuse He's holding up an index card. It's a, he says, a long and loving relationship is the best suggestion I've heard so far. Nine. Live it. That's a live it. He's a hopeless romantic. Even though he can't get any of his relationships to work out. Dylan. Dylan. All right, Cam. Live it. Leave it. Live it. 
So you guys, I got a segment coming up hot and fresh for you next. It's one of the newest lifestyles that everybody's crazy for, all right? People have wanted to get into this lifestyle for centuries, but only now with our CRISPR technology and our paranormal creatures and with our space age anomalies, only now for the first time do humans really have a chance to live this lifestyle. And I want us all to take a look at it and decide together whether we're going to live or leave immortality. That's right. Your days stretch on to the heat death of the universe. From now on, you don't ever die, whether it be through vampire means, or maybe your brain was downloaded into a sweet, slick robot body. But you're going to live forever. Live it or leave it. Leave it. I'm already out. I'm... Um... I see. I really see a big upside here. Okay, uh, you know how people have domesticated foxes. Well, that took years and years of breeding to breed the wild out of them, right? With my immortality, I could devise a system to domesticate any animal for my own personal use. Okay, I'm thinking. Okay, I love squirrels. I'm gonna breed a squirrel. To have a fur the color of a butler's outfit. I'm so, I'm talking uh, a tuxedo. And maybe yeah. I'm going to breed it so it, its hair naturally grows into a little fez on top, like a little bellboy cap. Uh, and uh, then I'm going to also train it to like just do whatever my chores are and bring me food and put that in my mouth whenever I tell it to. Yes, it's possible. I know how genes work. Just imagine how terrifying the religion that those squirrels are going to invent will be. <laughs> the monster made us. The monster shaped us in his image so that we could do his bidding for him. And every day he crushes our nuts and plays with his ancient Egyptian artifacts. You, they got to be flying squirrels. Yeah. But don't let them find out that they can fly or else the uprising will begin. I'm like wondering how long it's going to take for Ryland to complete that. And if there's just going to be like a desolate, rocky, volcanic planet where no other life can exist except for these squirrels that Ryland's engineered. <laughs> I think one of the first tasks that I would do is have my squirrels learn how to make like glass, like Coke bottles. They just throw it in the ocean and then get it worn down to be really smooth and soft. You guys ever find that beach glass? Yeah. That's like one of my favorite materials, okay? If you like beach glass, become a mortal. As far as I know, science has said beach glass takes a while to make, so yes, being a mortal does help in that regard. However, I would get my horde of butler tuxedo fez squirrels to make just a bunch of that glass, and then they take all that glass and they start shooting it up into space, and because of gravity, all the glass forms into a big planet. And that's where I'll move to once I have my squirrels build me a rocket ship. I'll live on a planet of this beach glass, which will feel really cool. And it'll be pretty. I don't think you can't even follow through raking up with a girl. And you expect <laughs> that you'll have the patience and the determination to pull this off. Are the squirrels immortal too? Is it the same? No, no, no. He no. just lives through generation after generation. Because if yeah, they were immortal, okay. it would have ruined his whole breeding program. Sure. That would have a real screw up. Oh, that makes sense. He would I mean, end up with a planet made out of squirrels. This is actually terrifying because I'm realizing for the first time ever that this is really what Dracula was getting up to in that castle. He was looking down at all the people in Transylvania going like, this one's too ugly. I'll remove him from the mating pool. Oh. 
Whoa. Is Melania Trump from... Transylvania. Transylvania. <laughs> she is. Absolutely. She's not. Yes. Okay. No, I'm with you. That's where Tila Tequila is from. <laughs> what do you want to do on your beach glass planet? Uh, that That's a great question, Dylan. I have definitely thought that far ahead. Um, <laughs> Very well thought out. Uh, yes. So first thought is I love basketball, uh, and but I'm not very good at it. So maybe learn how to shoot some hoops as as you as you do uh, when you're immortal on a beach class planet. Um then you know, you know those balls are going to be made out of squirrel leather too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but only squirrels that volunteer to give their skin for the basketball <laughs> process. <laughs> like the basketball process. <laughs> what a euphemism! I will give my life for the basketball <laughs> process. Okay, okay. So we're getting good at hoops. I like that. Maybe there's like a squirrel Dennis Rodman for you to play against. You've like, oh, you've been breeding basket squirrels, squirrel, squirrel skitball players bat and so they're gonna be playing with you okay yeah it's yeah. a squirrel dunk squirrel world out there i wonder if the worker squirrels who are in charge of like synthesizing glass structures like i imagine rylan has a glass palace and there's like a glass like promenade where all the glass movie theaters are and like i wonder if those squirrels are jealous of the coveted basket squirrels there's like a hierarchy now so i want my squirrels to all be happy and i'm not really a fan of how capitalism sometimes would lead to like some of my squirrels losing while others won like i I want everybody to be happy you know so since i am immortal could i just like chop parts of myself off to like feed all my squirrels like how (gasps) does that regrow like how does that work in immortality i think if you've gotten your flying squirrel scientists to develop rocket technology that could get you to the glass planet those squirrels probably know some other tricks of the trade like regeneration they could like take your dna grow meaty test tube like steroided out like there's farms of rylands on this Ooh, i'm into the there's (laughs) ryland farms on the other side of the glass planet that you never see because that would be really morbid because they sound like you Mm. and some of them kind of have like the same behaviors and interests as you yeah but those rylands are immediately fed to the flying squirrels yeah i think uh, i think what dylan's trying to say is don't overthink this, Ryan. You already you already have the big details figured out. The rest of this is just going to fall into place. You're right. right. Don't sweat the small stuff. So to recap, what Ryland said was he just wants a butler squirrel and he wants to learn how to play basketball. Yeah, it's easy. It's very simple. That's what I would do. <laughs> I could talk about this forever. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry that I'm like this. I'm sorry this is the way I am. I just can't stop hearing the sound of hundreds of squirrels running across nothing but beach glass. (laughs) Just this, like, dull tinkling (laughs) hundreds of little furry bodies running at you, screaming, freedom! I I, this is how, like, fucked I am right now, you guys. I was certain the end of Cam's sentence was going to be hundreds of squirrels working in the glass wheat fields <laughs> on planet Ryland. Hundred, hundreds of squirrels singing, fight for freedom, fight for love to the great squirrel nest in the skies. Above. And they just have like this whole songbook of like worker songs. 
have been orally passed down through the generations. <laughs> and like, there's some like fabled planet called earth somewhere that some of the generations can vaguely remember, but squirrel lifespans are just so short that this is kind of just the only life they know now. And slowly that, that memory of home just kind of dwindles yeah. and fizzles out. And they get done working at the field and they go home and they eat an arm of Ryland. <laughs> it's a, Ry- a Ryland steak. Yeah. Yeah. Live it. He is a strict king. <laughs> Live it. He is a generous king. <laughs> Live it. <laughs> I'm uh I'm glad we managed to end that segment before Dylan got his pilot greenlit because we were getting real close there. Hi guys. Hey, it's me, Dylan. We got a new lifestyle for you guys. It's really of the moment right now to be a subscriber to a subscription service. I wouldn't be a good lifestylist if I didn't acknowledge that. So these days. I don't got to tell you, you can subscribe to clothes, you can subscribe to food, toothbrushes, wine, beauty supplies, cat products, dog products, underwear. And wait, wait, just for the record, I don't subscribe to underwear. I I need that to be clear. Okay. Why do you need that to be clear? He means in general. He means he's not wearing underwear right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just don't subscribe to the idea underwear, of underwear at all. Yeah. I like I like the feeling of the zipper. That's all yes. I'm gonna say. Nobody has I, ever said that, right? No one's ever. <laughs> Continue what are you on, I'm so sorry. Keep going. No. I want to keep going, but <laughs> ow! You can't. What do you mean you subscribe to the? He's fucking with us. He does not subscribe to the feeling of the zipper. Do you love yourself? He, sadists love themselves. Oh, they yeah. just like the experience of pain, and that's why Ryland zips up his penis. From the balls up to the tip of the shaft inside of his zipper. And that's how he closes his pants. That's really deep, though. Sadists love themselves. They just like pain. Interesting. So, my segment today, zipper balls. We into it, we out of it. Live it! I support Ryland! (laughs) All right, Ryland, your turn. So as I'm saying the names of all of these categories, I'm sure names of companies are coming to mind. And we live in an age where someone at some point has told each of us that we need to subscribe to something that we used to just be able to get in the store. Maybe that has to do with the joy of receiving presents in the mail. I don't know. I'm not here to speculate. I can understand why some people would be excited about like, oh, I've got a present coming every month. I've simply collected the most essential subscription services for LifePiles listeners. These are the only ones you need to pay attention to. You're getting inundated day in, day out with just the most garbage trash. Get ready for some premium subscriptions. Subscription service number one, Moss of the Month Club. For just $100 a year, every month you can get a plastic sandwich bag of moss and lichens delivered to your door. If you're lucky, sometimes you don't get just moss and lichens. They'll throw a stone in there. They'll throw a branch in there. Maybe some twigs. And we got all kinds of moss. We're talking sheet moss. We're talking pillow moss. We're talking reindeer moss. We're talking fern moss. It gets nuts. Moss of the Month Club. I guess we could do a live it or, or leave it on each of these. What do you guys think? Live it. Because I too am an immortal and I snuck on to Ryland's Glass Planet. And I know that it's just going to be a nonstop, never ending hell for these squirrels to live there. And so I'm going to spread a little moss across this planet. What's this? Moss can't really do anything about that glass. I got 
I got all the time. I'll wait for it to evolve. I'm getting a new moss every month. I'm taking a mom up to the fucking beach glass planet, trying to crossbreed some kind of moss, which will digest the silicates in Ryland's beach glass planet. Now suddenly, Mother Nature's taking over. She's turning beach rocks into soil, and uh, some real plants are growing there again. And uh, it's changing from a tinkly nightmare planet to uh, you know a normal habitable planet, all because of uh, Moss of the Month Club. Yeah, that's that is a very uh squirrelanthropic uh move there, Cam. Uh I I think I'm gonna live it too. Uh, but for a totally different reason. <laughs> Cause fuck those squirrels. I'm not taking care of them. I'm gonna I live in a very arid place, but I do really love moss. I'm a moss digger. I would also like to know can moss if if my body is wet enough and I have an undershirt and I put the moss down into my undershirt and I wear it all the time under against my skin, against my wet body skin, will it attach and just start growing on me? Because if if the answer is yes, I'm definitely going to live this moss box. If no, I'm not sure. Oh, I unfortunately feel like yeah that would work right that's like what matted fur is full of i'm thinking about those terrifying fish at the bottom of the ocean that are like half coral half sea moss and then rylan's gonna just start looking like harry from harry and the hendersons doesn't it grow on sloths if it grows (gasps) on sloths it can grow on rylan oh shit you're right okay I'm definitely I'm definitely going to live this and I'm going to turn into the moss man and I'm going to stand on top of buildings to warn people about impending disasters. Ryland just did the conversational equivalent of grabbing both of my nipples and pulling them out as far as he could. I'm trying very hard to stay composed right now because of that moss man joke that he just did. I'm going to live it too. I didn't get like this till I moved to Chicago, but I'm suddenly like Colorado boy. And like, I need a fake pine tree in my apartment. And where's I bought a Colorado. Chili? Where's my green hatch chili roasted on the side of the road. And why can't I find my hatchback Subaru? <laughs> I, I, I would love to eat some weed for lunch today. Where can I buy that? At? And I think it would be cool to maybe get an advance on my Moss of the Month club and try to deck out my apartment with like a mossy carpet to just like put me that much closer to feeling like I'm living in Rocky Mountain National Park. All right, you guys, I've got our next subscription service. This one's called Mantry. And I had to include a sad one, and it wouldn't be a Dylan segment if I didn't isolate some part of our listenership. So go ahead. I want you guys to guess. What do we think a subscription service called Mantry is? It's spelled M-A-N-T-R-Y. I think that it's the corpse of a manta ray. And you put seeds in it, and it fertilizes a garden. All right, Ryland, go ahead and give it a try. This is too easy. Cheetos. I'm talking Mountain Dew. I'm talking Red Bull Funyuns that you put on your fingers and then you eat off. I'm talking any sort of food that resembles a breast. That's that's what you're getting in Mantry. Now, is there a lot of boob-shaped food? I feel like there's a lot of dick-shaped food, but not boob-shaped food. Um, yeah, I guess outside of melons, which would be too cost-prohibitive to mail to people. Maybe, oh, like, uh, okay, I got one. Tostitos. 
they came out with the the scoops Scoops. chips yeah but you flip that over put a nipple on it it's a boob so there you go do you guys want to hear something truly upsetting my nickname in middle school no joke tostitos scoops why was it given to me? Because I have Tostito scoop shaped ears and kids will find anything to make fun of you for. Number one, you don't. Number two, I vote we get rid of kids. I fully stand by this. So correct. It is a monthly box delivered containing treats and recipes that are supposedly man specific. So I know you think the site's going to be full of like what Rylan said. We're talking Tostitos. We're talking Fritos, Doritos, Cheetos, Mountain Dew, Weedos. The Eatos. Or like bacon or like something about barbecue sauce or beer pairings for everything or like a recipe for fleeting instances of happiness that don't require you to form a meaningful relationship with other people. However, when you go to the recipes section. No, wait, the last one sounded really good too. Did that sound delicious? Did that sound spicy? When you go to the recipes section, here are some examples of things that apparently only men are able to eat. Hibiscus margarita, candied sriracha bacon club, oatmeal with smoked chocolate, Moroccan spiced coffee, baked fish romanesco, coconut curry shrimp, and don't get me wrong, all of those things sound delicious, but... Apparently, they're only for men. So based on the recipe section of Mantry.com, I created a menu that's the inverse of that, that I think the founders of Mantry would think are the things that women must eat if those are the things that only men can eat. So I've got like a sauteed college diploma or like a (laughs) potting soil sampler plate or paper clips tossed in hot au jus or seared pine cones drizzled in toothpaste and Windex. Just, you know, things that only girls can eat chick food, if you will, just like lady meals, like girly bites. You know what I mean? Would you guys get down on some mantry? Now, I don't know a lot about that. Pussy frumpy lady oh, food. Pussy okay. Frumpy. All right. Cause I'm a real man's man. I only eat stuff that's so manly. Okay. And this man tree doesn't sound manly enough to me. Uh-oh. Only thing I'll eat, it's got to be meat and it's got to be manly as you can get. That's right. As manly as you get, I only eat animal penises beef penis (laughs) sheep penis goat penis (laughs) buffalo testicles call those rocky mountain oysters okay uh octopus penis (laughs) that's the one tentacle they have that is uh their penis (laughs) really yeah no they have a one of their tentacles is like their uh penis pretty much this podcast is like 50 to 80 percent orifices and sexual organs on different duck animals. penis <laughs> chloe gorilla <sighs> penis all right this is what i'm eating fill up my plate grandma not with that frumpy tostada okay i'm a man's man which means i gotta eat a man's meat animal penis so that's a leave it from cam and an eat a dick when i was growing up uh it was it was really hard for my family because me and my mom we would always go out to restaurants and horse penis (laughs) seahorse penis fish penis rylan i'm so sorry please it's okay it's it's okay um but my mom and i would always go out to restaurants and and it was always so hard for her because she would always ask hey i'm i'm sorry but do you have a menu option 
that's not for men and everybody would always just laugh at her and say oh, oh i'm i'm sorry are you a woman <laughs> oh i don't really believe in that yeah though no, this restaurant's for men and so i i mean yeah i i'm a man myself and i never had to deal with that problem but i always saw how hard it was for my mom and and i i know that i can't be a part of this problem and if you're not part of the problem you're part of the solution so, <laughs> and that's gonna be works. what i am <laughs> rylan fighting the patriarchy by not subscribing by default just by default he's fighting it <laughs> so i'm yeah I'm, I'm gonna leave it you know rylan you are a really great guy by default <laughs> and uh i'm gonna leave mantra leave it consensus triple leave it i'm gonna eat a dick you know when you guys have a corporate job and you work in an office but you still want to be able to express your desire and mm-hmm. your affinity for the deep darkness that lurks within all of us and the evil that seethes underneath every part of human existence and your passion for the occult or dark wave or satanic leisure activities well that is where corporate goth comes in <laughs> Now, this one seems to cater specifically to women to antidote what we just had to go through. So they send you a box with a grab bag of all black skirts, heels, blouses, jewelries, and accessories that are all specifically selected to be boardroom appropriate while also sending the subtle message that you are an agent of darkness and that's not going to change anytime soon. Corporate goth. I'm all about this, you guys. All right. Can we just agree to not do any other segments and just have Dylan continue to go through all of these because I love them all so much. It's so beautiful. I mean, this, I, okay, but I'm biased because I, in middle school, had a big thing for goths. However, I was also judgmental of goths because I was like, I'm not going to dye my hair. I'm not a freak. <laughs> and then, it's, it was so hypocritical and so stupid. So this box is like the blend of that. It's like, well, I, I'm not going to get tattoos all over my face, but I do want to express myself while in a corporate environment. So. This is how I do it. While an office is not exactly a cemetery, because a cemetery (laughs) is a place where dead people are in the ground, an office is a place where dead people are are inside of the live people who are walking around. You know, everyone's dead on the inside. So if you're going to be goth, the office is really the place to do it, because nothing is more dark or metal than uh, people who have given up all hope in life. Yeah, what's closer to working to a hot topic than working at an office? Same same energy levels, I feel. <laughs> I didn't come here to compete or cannibalize the industry, but y'all want to start a subscription service called Goth Corporate, where maybe we... Like, what about the rest of your office that's not goth? That's wasted space. That's wasted space. It's also a blank canvas. Yeah. I'm thinking, what if we sold black staplers? That's a bad example. Okay. Be sold. <laughs> Never heard of a black stapler before. Get out of here, Ryland Warner. Black 
post-it notes. Ooh. Oh. 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 Here's the thing. Because an office doesn't have good truth in advertising. Because it's a horrible place where people go to be tortured. But at least Dracula's castle had some cobwebs and some like cold slimy stones and like some bones laying around. I'd like to see like a rack in my office and some Same. hard cobblestones. God damn you to hell. God damn you to hell, Ryland. <laughs> yeah, I think we've already exhausted this annoying like we're gonna have bouncy ball chairs in the office and there's gonna be like an air hockey table and like jeff's got his kegerator that we moved into the break room and now there's one less seat so jeanette has to sit at her desk when she has lunch but like an iron maiden when someone's in timeout do they have timeout in offices? When would they you... sure do. Okay, okay. <laughs> Ryland, you've been pulling on Susie's pigtails again, and now all her mascara is running down her white face makeup. Fucking get this, you guys. You got the comm system to go ahead and talk to the Detroit branch of your office. Throw that in the trash. So much cheaper. Ouija board. Ooh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. They Every office hires someone that they... Kill in a tragic way. I think maybe I'm thinking like a rickety elevator where like a bellhop is like going down when you get into it. And then you're like, yes, please. And he presses the button and disappears. And then you fall to your death. We do that at every branch of the company. Mm -hmm. Now you put the Ouija board on and you just talk to Jarrett over in Detroit. Who's like, they say that the plan for the next fiscal quarter should be an emphasis on grassroots marketing efforts. And then he disappears, and then your little Ouija moves to yes. It's called a Ouija, right? A Ouija pointer. A Ouija clicker. You're a Wiimote. It's a Wiimote. It's a planchette. But Wiimote is much better. <laughs> okay, so corporate goth and goth corporate, I think they should go hand in hand. I mean, just the money we're going to save in telecommunications alone, worth it, live it. Dope. As somebody who uh, goes to work every day with a moss farm shoved down my shirt, and I'm just doing my own secret thing <laughs> uh, with my wet old body uh, sitting at that boardroom table, I think other people should be able to have their own little secrets, too, that they like to just walk around in the office with. So, hell yeah, live it. And I'm going to live it too, but now I'm thinking about all the little secrets that Ryland has stuffed down his shirts and pants, and I'm uncomfortable. My final subscription! Oh, God! It's my favorite! It's called Ship Snow, yo! Ship a box of snow anywhere. I'm talking 10, 20, 50-pound boxes. The pricing, $100, $120, $230, respectively. They got a deluxe snowman box. It's got googly eyes, a nose, a felt scarf, and a little top hat. And that one You're runs you at $110. You're telling me that I've spent 20-some-odd years of my life not buying a snow cone for $110 when I could have been spending $110 on a snow cone. You feel like an idiot now, don't I you? I feel like such an idiot. Now, I will say the annoying part about snow cones is that they put all that flavoring on them. Gross. We're doing away with that on Ship Snow, yo. I want to jump up and say live it right off the bat here because we all love 
to have a nice uh, shave ice from Hawaii, all right? And we all enjoy spending the amount of money it costs to get airfare to go out to Hawaii, but we all hate the fact that we have to be in Hawaii. So this lets you spend Hawaii vacation amounts of money while still being landlocked in your shitty frozen tundra of a home, and you get to eat uh, shave ice until your head explodes. So it's fucking perfect. This sounds like a great idea, but for me, I, I find it personally redundant. Uh, I already get a monthly package of snow straight from Columbia every month. I mean, like, I'm paying for it, but I make my own money off of it. You know, I put that snow into little baggies and then I distribute it around the state of Colorado. So I'm pretty good to go already. Like, I'm, uh, yeah, a hundred bucks for a box of snow. That's that's a pretty good deal, I guess. But, you know, the quality of the snow, you know, they cut that snow with something. It's probably like 99 flour, 1% snow. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm, I'm going to have to say, hey, you guys don't get that snow. Hey, come come hit up Rylan and I I got some snow for you, okay? Uh leave this uh come come live my my snow life baby. This does remind me we should probably wrap up the show before Officer Martinez finishes preparing his rappel and uh, shatters through your window, throwing the smoke grenade to the floor. That'll just give me more glass to make into beach glass, babies. Get on it, squirrels. Come on. I don't give a shit about that, Officer Martinez. I got my snow, baby. These poor squirrels and their unending immortal king (laughs) and his goddamn drug ring. This is Life Pile Podcast, the only podcast that has a secret message for you from beyond the grave. Uh, This week, we want to thank Scott Davis for our theme music. We want to thank Dracula for uh, eugenics. And we want to thank The Beat for keeping us dancing. If you want to catch us this week, I'll be on a satellite made out of beach glass, weaponizing moss. Dylan, where can we catch you? You guys can catch me at the University of Chicago uh, this week. I'm doing a one-part lecture series. I'm going to be down up in front of a class of 500 people in their main lecture hall there. I'm going to have both feet in the stirrups, spread eagle for everybody to see, and we're just going to be going through the girls and deciding, Dylan, is he safe this year? We're not going to know until we get all 500 of your answers. Catch you there, baby. And if you guys want to find me this week, um, I'll be flying over the Denver skyline in a, in a big old Zeppelin and uh, with all my friends and family. And trust me, you're going to be wanting to watch this Zeppelin because, I, I mean, I'm not saying that I know something's going to happen, but uh, I'm pretty sure something might happen. And I just hope that my girlfriend's definitely watching because I love you, baby. And it's going to be something special that we're going to remember for the rest of our lives. So, uh, uh, yeah, catch me out there. Sounds like he might propose. Ooh, fingers crossed. This is Life Pile Podcast. Light your life on fire.